aka Patters. It is TGIF Friday. Friday afternoon, in fact. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to AKA Pads, the Film Buff Podcast. I'm your host, Peter A. DeLuca, and if you're new here, look, this is just where we, I watch movies, I sit down, I talk to you about them, I like to go through themes. We're right now talking, this is the great thing about streaming. We're talking about a movie from a filmmaker who I really consider to be top three, maybe today, like, of our time, Steven Soderbergh, and I had no idea that this guy even had this movie sitting on Netflix, and I was on my Amazon Cube, because, you know, I live the Amazon life, I have Amazon everything, and I'm on Cube, and I search basketball movie, and this, this was like way back too, in the scroll, and, you know, and I'm kind of going through this, because we got the NBA playoffs, and then that's the theme I referenced earlier, and I'm like, what, what can I do, like, what's, what haven't I, I seen, or what, like, what's, What's there, like, not a lot of conversation about? And I keep landing on love and basketball. And I'm like, oh, I was like, you know, like, I have to do uh, Hoosiers. We do have a a White Man Can't Jump remake coming or update coming from Hulu. And I'm like, oh, maybe I should do that. And then between everything, you know, like, the normal film buff stuff. By the way, tease for next episode, Quantumania coming to you from Disney+. Plus. Yes, we will talk finally about Quantumania. But yeah, but it was there. And I just didn't quite know. Because I I didn't like the thumbnail. I didn't like the graphic for this movie. Uh, It kind of invokes the the Jordan jump uh, logo, the Jumpman logo. And this is more like a Layup Man logo. And I guess it kind of works because... You know, movie theater posters are vertical, not horizontal, but it really doesn't. But I just pressed play. And as soon as I pressed play, I was like, this, here we go. Like, this is just something fun, new, and exciting. And that's the power of where we are when we consume movies now. Where even someone like me, even someone like the film buff can be taken aback by what is available, what, where, when, and why. And here's the amazing thing. He did two movies for Netflix in 2019. The other one is called The Laundry Mat. I can't wait to watch that. And I I really only thought the only movie I missed from him uh, recently was Kimmy. But he has Let Them All Talk and No Sudden Move. Two movies that are available right now also on stream on HBO Max or Max that I had no idea existed. And we're right now... Going, we're like end capping a 10 year run. Let's just go back to his filmography 10 years in 2009. Let's just do like a 10 year stretch from 2009 and 2019. And guys, if you're not familiar, I've done a a, a, a director's driven episode of Steven Soldenberg because he really, like I said, like I kind of went through his film out filmography then but let me just run through the movies that he made that i really feel like uh don't have to change at all are you ready the girlfriend experience the informant contagion haywire magic mike side effects beyond they came to Barallo, lucky logan unsane and high flying bird let's complete that let's complete that with the laundromat he does nothing but hit. There's only a few movies of his 
uh, outside the, the recent stuff I just named, that I'm not 100% on, and I keep forgetting to watch his Che Cavero, uh, like, docudrama, docu-biopic, uh, and that was, like, two parts, and that was in back in 2008, and 2005, right here, I'm looking at Bubble, I'm not familiar with Bubble, but holy crap, this dude is unstoppable. And we also have Terrell Alvin McCraney. He's the guy that won the Oscar for adapting Mo Moonlight, the movie that I could not finish watching. And we have here, we have a theatrical piece. Uh, this guy comes from Yale. He has a big theater background. And this movie reads like that. And the plot is this. There's an NBA lockout. We have a young agent, a young representative that's now going to work the system to come out on top by the end of the movie and we have some like forces against them uh institutional forces now this movie goes a little little deep on slavery they they kind of parlay the idea you know the colin kaepernick idea that the draft is similar to, to slavery that stuff okay we know that's nonsense uh, not saying it can't be addressed in the movie or it shouldn't be highlighted as part of the plight of the African-American. But it, in this movie, it, uh, it is heavy-handed. It does hit you over the head. It doesn't quite fit uh, some of the characters expressing it. It's not quite there. But here's the other amazing thing with this movie. This movie shot on an iPhone 8. Steven Stolenberg shot another movie on, on an iPhone 8. And I cannot uh, dig it up right now. Oh, Unsane. So... And the movie itself has almost like a uh, like a fish eye quality. Uh, I would only assume he's he's adding lenses or extensions or rigs around the iPhone. But at, at the end of the day, this is an iPhone eight movie. It looks fantastic, and it has a cast that's just unstoppable. With Zazie beats. Domino from Deadpool 2. I love looking at this girl. Uh, I'm watching this movie and I'm just thinking like, can she be the next Wonder Woman? Can she just be like on screen all the time? Because I just absolutely love looking at her. But uh, Andre Holland, he's our agent. Fantastic performance. Uh, you know, like it's really weird how that didn't come up during award season. And then we have... Zachary Quinto. We have Kyle McLaughlin, who is in a sauna scene looking ripe and jacked for his age. But we have uh, just a ton of talent in this movie. It seems like every single scene against Sonnenberg, he's a little bit like a Woody Allen at this point. People just flock to work with him. He has uh, the best of the best. We also have what? Bill, Bill Duke uh, from Predator. From Predator. In this movie, uh, his character is really kind of like the one that that uh, maybe needs needs a little bit of refinement because I really, I just I did not dig any uh, any scene that uh, he was in. Uh, that's a confession. But with that said, this movie, uh, if if you're in if you're a fan of kind of Kevin Costner and Draft Day. You know, where by the end, we have a gotcha from our protagonist, but it's also protagonist that we're, like, into because we like him. We like him as a character. This is, like, our guy. I would say if Draft Day was almost like a, um, 
like a mainstream, like a spoon-fed or like a TNT movie version of this story, I would say like that's accurate. Uh, this movie is elevated because it relies on the dialogue, it, re it relies on the movement, it relies on the situations and, and where some of these players are. And this movie too, it, it details a little bit of how social media affects everything now. Which is perfect if this phone, uh, if this movie shot on an iPhone 8. So, people, uh, it's basketball season. We have the Heat coming back, by the way. It's basketball playoff uh, you know, finals season. <laughs> the Heat came back the other night. Amazing win for that game one against the Celtics. The Lakers are down 0-2 uh, against the Nuggets. So, maybe the dreams of a Lakers-Celtics rematch... Uh, as of right now, is full possibility we can get a Nuggets Heat championship game. We got more basketball coming. We got Quantumania coming next. And yes, I am seeing Fast X tomorrow. Rock and roll, everyone. P.R.A. DeLuca, a.k.a. Pad, the film buff here. Signing out. I love you guys.